You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. And welcome back to our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Joe Galina, joined by Tony Sincata. And I uh, want to uh, remind you to catch the DKMS 2018 March Madness Special on Monday, March 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with host Craig Carton. Get the edge on filling out your bracket with analysis from Greg Sussman, Mike Blewett, and special guest Yahoo's Brad Evans. And if you're looking to make some money, Gabe Morency and Blackjack Fletcher will align your pockets. The broadcast will be simulcast on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live page. It's the DKMS 2018 March Madness Special on Monday, March 12th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, Tony... Yes. Uh, just uh, got an email. I'm going to just share it with you in the audience. Uh, you know, it's kind of nice. I mean, uh, it's from someone by the name of Cunahan, C-O-U-N-I-H-A-N. Uh, I think the subject is 0622. I don't know how they got my email address, but it says, Hi, this is to inform you that $13,062.29 has been deposited into your bank account this morning. I didn't check the balance on my bank account, so I guess it's possible. Uh, If you are interested in our offer, please watch this quick tutorial, and that's uh, it's a link, so uh, I could watch the tutorial. But uh, you know, we have to finish the last hour of this show. Uh, uh, Watch this quick tutorial on how you can claim your funds. Your balance can be withdrawn anytime and without delay. So uh, if you are interested in our offer, please see how here, and that's also a link. So. Uh, you know what I'm going to be doing at the end of watch, our show. Yeah, why do you have to watch the link, though, if it's already in the account? Why don't you just go to your account and withdraw it? I think the problem is that you probably expect there not to be any money in your account, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty negative uh, way of looking at things, Tony. Was was this sent you know by these- a prince? A prince? Uh, no, that, that that was a few months ago. Oh. <laughs> I uh, got one from a, a prince it. in South Africa. Oh, it was the same guy. Sorry. <laughs> that was in the millions, dude. I, I, you know, I'm just oh, yeah, coming this here. Is cheap, then. Yeah, this is like it's pocket just, money. Yeah. You know, uh, the millions, you know, I, I come in on Saturdays and Sundays and I'm here, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is just gravy, this 13000 you know, so this is how this is how this works for the people out there that I always wondered how this works. So <laughs> you send you send a wire or you send something to the to someone's bank account, like you write them a check or back in the day or whatever, for fifteen hundred bucks, and you say, "Hey, you know what? We really want you to be part of our thing and help the prince out or whatever. <laughs> Just send us back two hundred, right? When you can. <laughs> so you men you send them back the two hundred bucks, right?" <laughs> And then the fifteen hundred is taking out of your account because it was fraud, and then you spent the sent them the two hundred bucks, which they're going to keep. <laughs> right. And 
that's how you lose. That's uh, how the whole scam works. There was a very sad story uh, uh, within the past couple of weeks about uh, an elderly woman who was yeah. robbed of her savings and committed suicide because of it. She, I oh. guess, she was just like you know, I guess embarrassed, and and I think she, uh, you know, reached out to her family. Uh, it was just it's it's terrible how people number one how people prey on. On, on people and then uh, also terrible at how dumb some people could be as well so you really have to be really adamant yeah. about what the heck you're doing and for what you're clicking on for all you people on. out there <laughs> yeah no matter what you screw up in life everything is reversible like everything you can get by with right except suicide yeah. and death yeah you can't, we can't fix that, people. Mm -hmm. We can't fix that. So just take a step back when you make a mistake, and we can either learn from it or we try to correct it. But suicide is never an option. If you don't have anyone to talk to, uh, Lenny Melnick will always be available for you to talk to. You can reach him at 631-406-7141. 631-406-7141. Don't ever commit suicide without talking to Lenny Melnick. And he'll tell you, he's been around for 70 years. He'll tell you there are other options. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so it's kind of sad, but uh, uh, so... You're suggesting that at the end of the show, I, I don't uh, click on the video, watch the video or whatnot? No. No, okay. No. All right. I, I, here's the thing, how I justify what I do and what I don't do. What good could come out of that? <laughs> uh, thankfully, I opened it on my uh, Like, if there's a little my, upside, my I might be in. my computer but, or whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> if there's good. a little upside, I might be in, but... I don't see any upside. Mm -hmm. Zero. All right. Well, there is upside with uh, a middle infielder that you teased uh, in the last yes. segment. So uh, I think we've kept our audience waiting long enough. Uh, who are we talking about here? You know, last year, this is a guy that was a big offseason acquisition for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and he delivered nothing. And it could be because he was used to playing in front of no people in Tampa. Uh, Logan Forsythe in 2016 hit mm. 20 home runs from the middle infield position mm -hmm. and batted 264. Last year was a huge disappointment. Six home runs, 439 plate appearances, uh, and a 224 batting average. I think that this is a guy that's play, playing really well in the spring right now. He's way better than the uh, season he had last year. And I think you get 20 home runs from a middle infielder um, this year. L.A. is a good pitchers ballpark. So was Tampa. So you don't lose anything there. There's an adjustment your first year switching leagues that people disregard now because of interleague play. Mm -hmm. uh, but you play a balanced schedule, so you face 19 times people in your division. I think you go ahead, and Logan Forsythe's a guy that could get you close to 20 home runs from a middle infield position this season. You know, he's a guy that's going to be there for you with your last pick. He's there for me now if I wanted to take it. And uh, he's penciled in, I believe, as the starting second baseman for the Dodgers. Uh, you know, yeah. they, they re-signed uh, Chase Utley. Uh, Chris Taylor is also listed as the third second baseman. But if anything, I think he's going to be part of the outfield. I mean, he could play uh, several different positions. But uh, that's a good call on Logan Forsythe. You know, it's kind of I've seen his name, and I'm like, yeah, I remember when when he was good. <laughs> and but you're right, he could have a nice bounce back year. Everyone was real excited about his uh, potential last year after he was brought yep. over to the Dodgers. So that's a good call on your and part. And then when he, when you then one one bad year and people just write you off. Yeah, they throw you to the gutter. Not it's not how life should be. Right. 
Speaking of uh, Chris Taylor, speaking of the Dodgers, what do you think about him? Do you think that uh, he could come close to what he did last season? Uh, no. Not he came close? out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, he came out of nowhere. There was a uh, there's a lot of articles I read on an adjustment in the swing, right? Uh, which predicated to there. Uh, but we're talking about 21 home runs and 17 stolen bases, 288. Mm-hmm. I think he goes low. Uh, 13, 14 home runs, mm-hmm. 260, 270 batting average, and still get you the stolen bases. So I, I think he's worthy of a draft pick, but I think the 21 home runs is probably the best we've seen, uh, going to see. Yeah, so I'm looking. He's going to be eligible in the outfield. Uh, it's shortstop. Shortstop, 10 starts, and second base, 19. Uh, yes, am I looking at this right here? Yeah, game started. 19 starts at second base, 10 at shortstop. Oh, shoot. I yeah. thought it was more than that. Yeah. Uh, so it depends on your league. You know, I think Yahoo is a little bit more liberal in terms of. Oh, yeah. They're very liberal. <laughs> but I think in most leagues. 20 is the. Uh, ba- right? Well, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. So, he, no, he's eligible at second base because he played 22. He started 19. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let me check that shortstop yeah, number. 14. Again. Oh, he 14 played, uh, he, so he, he comes played, up short yeah. there, except if you play on Yahoo. So mm-hmm. it's second base and outfield right. that he'll be eligible at mm-hmm. uh, for people there. Yep. All right. Uh, so um, uh, Does Yahoo have uh, Anthony Rizzo at, eligible at second base based I, on last year? I bet you they do. You know, Jesus. and, uh, you know, I guess in some leagues, too, um, Freddie Freeman's going to be eligible at third, right? Didn't he play some, yeah. some third? Third yeah. base last year. Now I like Freddie Freeman this year, and I've never been a guy that drafted Freddie Freeman before. Mm-hmm. That ballpark in Atlanta is just so left-handed bat friendly mm-hmm. uh, that guys like Freeman and Ciate uh, are really in good position for them. Uh, Freeman, though, depending on the league environment you played at, and um, Freeman, of course, first base. Uh, most of the time, he played 16 games, so four short in most leagues of eligibility at third base. Hmm. You know, since we were talking about late round picks, you know, uh, I kind of I liked where we were going. How about a guy like uh, Josh Harrison, who uh, I picked up in the Ooh. 18th round of the, the Great Baseball, uh, Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational? I mean, this is a guy that's going to be lead, leading off for the Pirates, right? I mean, he's got yep. he's got double digit steals, double digit home runs, yeah, I think and a batting it, average yeah. too. Two eighty one lifetime. I don't understand why he's still up. I don't understand why he's still there. In Pittsburgh? No, in your draft. No, he's not. Uh, but I'm saying I got oh, okay. him in the 18th oh, okay. round. Uh, I think 18th okay. round is pretty good to get a guy that can oh, give absolutely. you like 15, and Especially 15. When, when you have shallow benches, which I consider five shallow. I mean, mm-hmm. when you think about it, there's 23 starting positions. Right. So five, and I said you need two of them to be pitches. So you really only have three reserves. Right. So why not have a guy eligible at every position right. uh, that like that, that, like that? And he has a starting job. So, I, uh, yeah, I like that pick. And I think Josh Harrison, there's always a chance and opportunity if a team, a quality team that has playoff desires, has an injury, that he would be a guy that would be picked up and could go to a better offense. Mm-hmm. Um, sticking with this late round uh, availability, uh, 
Stalling Castro went in the 21st round of oh, my draft. Oh, people don't. Yeah, people that just. If your name ain't JT Real Muto, <laughs> the people don't want to draft you. There's two guys I like in Florida late in the drafts. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is Stalin Castro. I right. mean, he's still going to hit 270. Right. He's still going to get 15 home runs. Batting third. Uh, bat the top of, yeah, bat the top of the order. Same, My same thing is with Victor Martinez. I'm saying. You know what? If you're in a 15-team league, every third or fourth hitter should be drafted. Mm-hmm. And I feel that with when he's a second baseman, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guy I like is Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich is a guy that uh, he's never got a starting job because he's not very good defensively. They've committed to moving him to the outfield this year. So he's eligible at third base, and he'll you'll get outfield eligibility from him. And if you're in a deeper league, I think he can hit. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, just an update. Uh, my wife checked our bank account, and that thirteen thousand sixty-two dollars and twenty-nine cents—it's not in there. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did she check the savings though? <laughs> Actually, they took out thirteen thousand. No. <laughs> could, could you imagine? Could you imagine that. <laughs> yeah, we're negative thirteen thousand oh sixty-two uh, twenty-nine. <laughs> Uh, that would suck. That really would. It'd be nice if I had that kind of money in my bank account. But anyway, <laughs> I like when people call you up or you get a phone call, and like, yeah, uh, this is a, an attempt to collect the debt. Can you give me my social security number? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who the fu- who are you? Uh, you <laughs> right. called me, right? Right. Uh, yeah. How about that? No. Yeah. Just say no. I say no. There you go. So uh, back to my pick, and then we could take a look at some other guys that are going late. And then uh, next segment, I think we should talk a little football, right? We, Browns made some moves. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, right? It's been a, How about – I would draft Bobby Gritch, too, right now. Bobby Gritch, huh? Yeah, former Angel, former uh, – I think he was with the Orioles. Oriole. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, so it's between, I guess, maybe Bush, Matt Bush, or the uh, backup closer, Juan Nicasio. Uh, I would go you, with Bush. Yeah? Get some Bush. All right. You can never go wrong getting Bush here. So please confirm. No. And uh, there you go. All right. So my draft is completed. You got a strikeout guy. Yeah. There you go. All right. So now I'm happy. I, uh, my, my, my draft is done. There you go. Yeah. You're going to get excited now. You're going to have a... Um, <laughs> I put my lineup in right away Did after you? the draft was over. Yeah, I just wanted in case I got hit by a bus or something. <laughs> I want my I want my team to do well. <laughs> a couple of the guys uh, later rounds. I mean, a couple of guys went in the fifteenth round in my league that I want to ask you about. Uh, Mike Clevenger, uh, Cleveland Indians. Uh, he's going to be oh, in the starting rotation. Love this dude. You don't like him, huh? I mean, Danny Santana. No, I do can't like stay him. healthy. I mean. Clevenger's got the last year at 10.1K per nine. Walks have been a little bit of an issue for him, but uh, Danny Santana just can't stay healthy. So I think Clevenger's going to get you, you know, at least 25 starts. Clevenger pitched well in the postseason. Uh, He's 27 years of age. He's been going back and forth between the bullpen and the starting rotation, but his K per nine, 10. Mm -hmm. Now, as you said, he's going to walk people, and that's the problem. His strand rate last year was 80%. Little, and that fueled the yeah. three point, yeah, yeah three point one one ERA. <laughs> I think he's a three point seven five guy with a mm-hmm. K per nine of nine. Yeah, and he getting him in fifteenth round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sign you up. Yeah, 
what about uh, Jose Martinez from the Cardinals? Uh, Matt Carpenter has a bit of a cranky back. Uh, you think that Martinez could get some starts, uh, outfield, first base eligible? A lot of people excited about yeah. Jose Martinez. People are excited. I'm a little concerned because of the playing situation. I just don't know what these Cardinals are going to do. Is Carpenter going to play third base? Does he play out? Does Carpenter play uh, second base? He plays first base. Uh, Jed Jericho, of course, is a guy that doesn't start every day that can play third base. Um, at, at first base there, 14 home runs last year and 307 at bats. If he gets 500 bats, he's going to hit 20 home runs. Yep, yep. So, yeah, he's someone that you could get late and uh, absolutely, uh, would you say he could absolutely get it done for you? Dude, are you one of those guys that say, better late than never? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. All right. Michael well, Kelly chimes in, people with negative blood type are part alien. I don't mm. know if that's true. In- interesting. That true? Interesting. I don't know. We'll have to uh, investigate when we come back. And I also want to talk a little football when we come back. You're listening to the Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. And I want to remind you all, Fantasy Factor is the perfect daily fantasy site for the casual recreational player. Flatter prize pools, smaller fields, and single entry contests only. Fantasy Factor always has fun contests going right now. Free entry, March Madness Bracket. Free entry, wow. And a sweet 16 bracket. And Fantasy Factor is running a $100,000 home run derby this year. Simply sign up and enter www.fantasyfactor.com. That's fantasyfactor.com. Love it. I get wood when it's free entry. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we're not in the studio together, you know, that that happened. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while I read that it's like you know <laughs> uh, so we said I mean, we were going to talk football you got to get excited about something in life uh, uh, would 10 million dollars a year excite you yes yeah. yes it would Peyton Manning that's what uh, Peyton Manning's being offered right he, ESPN uh, were looking for his services as an analyst he turned them down Fox uh, who got the broadcasting rights to uh, Thursday night games for the next five years. They're uh, still looking to, to hire him. $10 million a year. You know, uh, Peyton Manning, I've, doing a little research. Do you know that, uh, I don't know if you heard, that uh, Papa John's is no longer affiliated with the NFL and uh, Pizza Hut is now yeah. the official pizza and, of... And, uh, and Peyton Manning had his Martha Stewart deal. He sold... 30, yes. 31 Papa John stores two days before the NFL cut the chain. Depending on, on how you believe in things, mm-hmm. 
Peyton Manning's not the greatest guy in the world. Yeah, there's some stories uh, about him. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not you like, believe them or not, yes. Oh, I, I believe all of them because there's proof, mm-hmm. right? So what happened was at the University of Tennessee, he 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 put his nutsack, which I'm not sure what's a nutsack. Like, why did, does everyone have one? Uh, uh, probably like all he, males. Why, all males probably do. Uh, I don't like nuts yeah. enough to have a bag dedicated to nutsacks, <laughs> but he put his nutsack in the uh, female trainer's uh, face, right? And so what happened was. This story came out, and and um, this girl signed a disclosure, and she was paid a settlement, and um, she wasn't allowed to discuss it. And then the Mannings wrote a book, and they wrote about it in the book, which voided their deal. Mm. So she talked about it again, and then it became up, and then they paid her off again, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then the part that no, the part that aggravates me about Peyton Manning and the NFL in general is how they protect this guy. Peyton Manning had steroids delivered to his house. Hmm. He was caught by Al Jazeera, and he says, they weren't for me. They were for my wife. Hmm. Interesting. Wasn't that something similar with Roger Clemens when he got his yeah. steroids that he said that... Did he say they were for his wife as well or no? Yeah. Something yeah, the wife's that. always... Yeah. Always the, uh, she's the fall girl. Yeah. Well, she gets to spend a lot of the money these guys made, so what What the heck? Well, I mean, she's got to sleep next to uh, Clemens and, and, uh, and, and Peyton on occasion. Yeah. I don't know if it's every night or not, but uh, I'm not there. But, probably uh, not every night. They're probably busy. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, How about Andy? Andy? So he, he he sold his pizzas. I think he'd be good as a uh, analyst, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's very charismatic. I mean, he's got a good sense of humor as well. Obviously, yeah. close to the game. He just retired. Uh, was it uh, what? Just about two years ago. So, uh, you know, I was pleasantly surprised at uh, how Tony Romo uh, called the game. He really gave you some insight and predicted what some players would be doing uh, before the play started. I was surprisingly, uh, you know, pleasantly surprised with uh, Tony Romo's. I like Tony Romo, too. It's amazing to me, though, is that because of our social media, everyone has an opinion. Mm -hmm. And they're always negative, no matter who it is, whether you go on Twitter or Facebook. Like, it's always the center for negativity. And for people to get mad at at, uh, Tony Romo, I didn't get um, when people were all over him. John Gruden's negative comments that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People just like to be negative. I, I didn't. I, I wasn't happy that uh, he was replacing Phil Simms because I liked the uh, Jim Nance Phil Simms combination. But uh, you know, uh, like I said, um, I was pleasantly surprised. So there you go. Um, so uh, the Browns, right? Uh, yesterday, uh, basically, it was like the scene, the last scene from a Godfather movie where uh, Michael Corleone puts his master plan into place and settles the score with all the uh, rival families. They just went went crazy yesterday, right? I mean, uh, based on, on the moves that they made, you think the Browns are uh, going to win a game this year? Oh, I think they'll <laughs> win a game. Like, they should have won games last year. Uh, I don't know. This, But... I'm confused. Some of them, like I like they bring in Jarvis Landry, right? Mm-hmm. I think that only helps. Traded a fourth uh, and move. seventh round uh, draft pick for him. 
but the quarterback situation. Mm. Are they? I have to see this whole thing play out. Are they going with Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback? Well, you would think that the fact that they uh, traded for him uh, would allow them to uh, draft uh, Saquon Barkley, right, with the number one overall. I mean, who knows what's going to really happen at the draft, but that's right. what everyone's speculating. So, Right, but they would still be able to pick a quarterback at number four. Yeah, yeah, very true, <laughs> yes. So I don't know what this means. And they could still sign A.J. McCarron and let the two go at it in camp. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of ways to go. I just don't like the move of Tyrod Taylor. I think if you've made these moves, you're trying to win some games. Tyrod Taylor, to me, is never a guy that looks at a second or third wide receiver. His first instinct is to run when there's pressure on him. Mm -hmm. And that was the problem with Deshaun Kaiser. And yet this kid's 27 years of age, and he's going to— He's always going to be doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't like the move of Tyrod Taylor. But if he's there for a year or two, I get it, and we'll see what happens. And in Tyrod's defense, it's not like he had a lot of talent in Buffalo that he was throwing to. So right. maybe he could be possibly better than I. And the completion percentages are better than guys like uh, Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, yeah. and, and guys. So Yeah, 62-plus uh, you know, uh, completion yeah. percentage for Tyrod. It just, but my take is the sixty-two percent is there because, you know what, he look at the one receiver mm -hmm. and then he takes off and runs. So he's only showing, he's only throwing sure things. Yeah, but As, he does throw a good deep ball. Yeah, and you have Coleman and Josh Gordon there. Yeah, it's going to be a really interesting offense. It really will. I mean, uh, you look at his yards per attempt over the last three seasons: eight, six point nine, and six point seven. So now that he has uh, some legitimate deep ball threats, maybe uh, he could air it out because I was looking at his scouting report uh, from a few years back. Uh, they talked about his mobility. I mean, they talked about, like you said, that he has uh, above average arm strength. Uh, and uh, they talked about his ability to fit the ball into tight windows. That's uh, that, that, that's a quote. So, uh, you know, y you never know. He, he's got some uh, some weapons. I mean, Corey Coleman now, uh, this is, his, I believe, his third year, right? For, former first-round pick. He's got a nice tight end also. Uh, David and Joko, yeah, and I think that but what's his name is got gone. Some legal issues Crowell too. Is gone, and, and Johnson, nice little dump off passes to him too. But uh, Coleman, you saying has legal issues? Yeah, mm -hmm. he's uh, he uh, he was involved in the New Year's Eve incident where uh, someone was invited to a party and um, and weren't able to walk out of the party. <laughs> And Corey Coleman was there, and he's named in this lawsuit. So the person uh, wasn't able to walk out. Why? Because they were drunk? Because they were beaten up? Or did... They were beaten up. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. The NFL sad. doesn't like stuff like that, right? Just ask uh, No, that's Ezekiel. usually, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's usually not game, a recipe. That's uh, usually not suspension. Yeah, if, it's you not, know, uh, obviously, uh, you know they have to prove uh, what's been happening. I'm sure there's going to be a couple of years worth of investigations involved in this New Year's Eve beating. Yeah, mm. I yeah. don't know, man. I think that's why you stay in New Year's Eve and watch Ryan Seacrest. Mm. Well, he's in a little trouble too, right? A lot of accusations about Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> but they're always, 
When you get your hair cut, they're always rubbing up against you. So I could see how you took it as, you know, the wrong way. I don't know if it's more the, the hair cutter or the person who shampoos your hair that uh, ends up oh, rubbing up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, like I struck that. a nerve <laughs> with Tony. You <laughs> sit, it's very relaxing, right? You sit back there with your head yeah. and she's rubbing your head and you're like, oh, yeah. And then it ends and like you're ready for a nap. But it ends, and you have to get up. I don't like that. Man. Yeah. Uh, did you ever like get into a position where get into a position? Did you ever uh, have a, a situation where you know the, the the person's washing your hair and giving you the massage of your scalp, and you just let out and oh yeah, just like you did a couple seconds ago? Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, I, I try to. Yeah, I try. To <laughs> and does the person look at you funny? Like what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> they usually giggle. They just, oh, the, do they? Okay. Yeah, they usually giggle. Yeah, I go, oh yeah. <laughs> is there any? <laughs> is there any time that we have a special on getting both heads done? Oh no! <laughs> you didn't go there, right? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> you, you ever have that situation? There? I'll tell you what. When I first got this is a crazy story. When I first got single. Uh, after about getting divorced in 2012, mm-hmm. I went to this this place that specializes in only like uh, treating men, and uh, I'm there to get a haircut. And they asked me if I want a beer, and I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> what kind of place offers you beer when you get a haircut?" Like, so it was a high end place, right? So the next thing I know, she goes, um, "How about how?" So I get a haircut. How would you like a, uh, a a pedicure and a manicure? She's like 26, 27. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this girl, you can convince me in anything. <laughs> so I, I, got a, I got a manicure and a pedicure, and she's playing with my feet and stuff. <laughs> then she goes, um, it's, it's beach season. So she, I had her wax my back and my chest, and it hurt. But I told her um, sometimes that I get pleasure from pain. <laughs> And um, so I I spent like seven hours there at a couple hundred bucks. Uh, but we went on a, we went on a couple dates, nice. and then she started coming to my house and doing it mm-hmm. for free. No, well, uh, I would pay her. Oh, at, at, oh what, what were you paying but her for? I, no. I, yeah, that's the question, right? This is the weird question, right? So I want to ask you an ethical question. Uh-oh. So say she came to my house, and she. And she gave me a haircut uh-huh. and stuff, and I gave her 50 bucks. And then we had adult relations. Uh-huh. Was I paying for the haircut, or was that included? The adult relations and the haircut were included. Because, you know, I Cl- want to Classic happy ending. Yeah. Mm. With, with, I took it as I was only paying for the haircut, mm-hmm. and the other thing was free. Right. But I don't know. I, I would get an invoice at that point. <laughs> 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 uh, this is a good question and then you know what happened so i i probably went out with this girl like 10 times and when we were at starbucks one time she put my name and her name on a cup like that wow was like, like, that tells you she's 25 and i'm mm-hmm. like 45 right mm-hmm. uh, so and then uh i see her facebook page like in a rela- a while, is she in a relationship six, yeah with another woman oh my god I hate to, that. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of. So hate, she was using me as her as her male thing, right? Like I was. Did yeah, you feel used? She, no, I felt I liked it. I I, oh, I volunteered. Okay. Like I felt like I was doing my part for society. Mm-hmm. 
Well, like, she, I mean, she, she, she her... wrote your names on a, on a Starbucks uh, cup. You, you should have taken it to yeah. a park and carved your names in a, a tree or something. You know, to, I was to thinking return, that, like, yeah. that's... Is Pete, is that something that young lovers do? Do you write your name on Starbucks cups? I, I can't say that I've done that. I would never do that in my life. I'm not a big coffee person to begin with. Um, I guess that's the modern day, like Joe said, carving your names into a tree. Uh, you know, paper cups. Would you be upset if you, if you were having relations with a girl and you found out that she was actually in a relationship with another woman? No. I told them, I think it kind of sounds a little hot. I mean, it's odd, yeah, yeah. but I'd be like, all right. No, that's... not odd. I said hot. Oh, hot. Yeah. Hot. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's just me. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I would have no complaints. No. Yeah. Um, did you ever get to meet the other uh, person? That no. You, no, no, that, no. See, no. that's your problem right there. I'm very discreet. I feel like, you know. No, you needed you to. You just take things yeah. as they come. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, are the Browns going to take Saquon Barkley at uh, number one? Did you know that Saquon Barkley, yes. his great uncle, is former boxing ago. champ, Iran Barkley? You remember him? Yes. Yeah. Yes, uncle, I, of uncle. course I do. Yeah. Iran Barkley was not a great fighter, but he was the step below. Dude, he had the uh, like, WBC was, middleweight title, 88 yeah, to 89. He was. IBF super middleweight title, 92 to 93, and WBA light heavyweight title in 1992. I think he could kick your ass. Oh, he could kick my ass, but he was a guy. Iran, he was. This is. I, I can explain what Iran Barkley is. Iran Barkley was the guy. Great fighters don't want to fight because they could make him look bad one day, and he could beat them. So this guy should have had a hard time getting matches against the elite fighters because he could actually beat them on a good day. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, look. The difference between boxing from like the late '80s, early '90s to today is, yeah, you know, it's huge. Yes, huge. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. <laughs> like I, I, I grew up following boxing, and I, I follow every sport. I mean, I can tell you every single sport. I mean, hell, I break down NASCAR. I don't even know who the heavyweight champion is today, right? Yeah, it used to be yeah. Klitschko at one point. I don't know. I think he might have retired. Then yeah. he had a brother. Uh, maybe they were clones. Maybe they. Who knows? We'll be back with more. Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the final segment. Can you believe we've done three hours of this? You're listening Amazing. to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena, along with the Tony Sincata, Pete Consadori, producing our show. 
doing a good job, pushing all the right buttons, keeping us flying straight, making good suggestions. Uh, like Tony should have gotten an invoice uh, based on his story uh, from uh, earlier uh, before. And uh, uh, let's stick with football for a little bit. Maybe, you know, if we have time, we could uh, talk a little baseball before the end of the show. But we've talked a lot of baseball today. We've talked a lot of things, Tony. Uh, but um, what about this uh, Odell Beckham Jr. video uh, that came out on Friday? Uh, it's, this kid, man, this, this young man just always seems to be uh, making some, uh, putting himself in, in, in bad position right always seems to make some dumb choices uh was on a video that was taken by uh, we believe a female because then she turned the camera on her it was a short video but he's uh, seen to be smoking a uh a brown cigarette i guess uh, and uh, eating pepperoni pizza pepperoni pizza uh, is he supposed to be in training or whatnot? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Mike Evans signs a a five year deal for eighty two million five hundred thousand. Uh, that's a sixteen point yeah, five million a year. Uh, talk to me about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. What do, you, what do you think about this guy? I mean, this is the last year uh, on his rookie deal, and he's going to be uh, a free agent. And he wanted to. He said that he wants to be the highest paid uh, player in football, but he's acting like a child yeah he he's a little uh, out there but you know what's crazy is i think that uh, unfortunately today's athletes everything has social media the cameras are out there yeah um i mean i remember a guy like fred bolitnikoff would still be smoking on the sidelines <laughs> while he was coaching right yeah. and he was one of the great wide receivers of all time in the history <laughs> of football so this stuff has been happening and he just uh you know you catch him because of uh, today's social media. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, act, I thought, made a bad move in signing Mike Evans to a long-term contract. I think that when we see a lot of these bigger wide receivers um, that don't run especially quick, but they're big and their their body gets them to be one of the top receivers in the league, mm -hmm. that it ends quicker and they fall off really fast. And last year was a poor season for Mike Evans. I, I think he'll rebound a little, but I think that... Uh, by that time, contracts oh, up, Mike Evans is going to be a guy that will be speculating on, wow, how did he get out of that contract? So you don't see him, or do you, as a, a first-round uh, pick, as a wide receiver? No. no. In a fantasy I, draft. I think, yeah. yeah, in a second-out round, uh, you know, you're going to have to take it based on his past success. Uh, but I'm hoping that someone takes him before I do. And you're not faced with that choice, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, for an elite, for a wide receiver that's supposed to be elite, his catch rate has, has been pedestrian at best. I mean, uh, yeah, last him year, and Des 50, Bryant yeah. are very similar to me. Yeah. Big dudes that don't get a lot of separation. But, you know, separation might be the uh, most overrated thing in the NFL. The guy with the most separation, according to Next Gen Stats, with people don't know what Next Gen Stats are, is they, uh, they do a great job of putting like lasers on the uh, shoulder pads of the players, and they determine a lot of statistics around that. They, um, they say the guy that had the most separation, uh, he averaged 4.1 yards of separation per pass route, was Albert Wilson, the Kansas City Chiefs. He's not a great wide receiver by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. Uh, and you know you could put all the separation you want first of all you've got to get the quarterback to get the ball in your hands and then when that ball is in your hands you got to catch it and don't drop it I mean Evans has had a history of, of, of dropping passes but uh, 
that's an interesting take on your part. I, um, I'm sure that he's going to go in, in first rounds of, of drafts uh, uh, yep. later this year, no, no doubt. Uh, but uh, what do you think that Evans's contract does for Odell Beckham Jr.? I mean, uh, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, I'm a Giants fan, and in the past, I've I've kind of pushed for him for the Giants really to try to trade him. But at this point you can't because obviously coming off an injury, off the field stupidity, <laughs> you know, his value isn't where it should be. But uh, what do you think his value is? And uh, I guess if he has like a, an incredible year this year, does everyone just kind of forget this and, and pay him? Pay him the money. I think that's where we're going to go. I think he's going to have to get paid. You listen to this. We never talked about how poor Eli Manning was mm-hmm. when it, we had Odell Beckham out there. But he was like last year, he looked like he didn't belong mm-hmm. at all in the NFL. So I, I think that Beckham is actually a lot better than we think. So um, I'm a Odell Beckham guy. And well, I think he, you have there's to no pay doubt. Him. There's no doubt that he has talent. But uh, just, I mean, you know, his mental <laughs> outlook, you know, uh, fighting with uh, the kicking net, uh, you know, uh, making bad choices, uh, being uh, hanging out on a yacht, the, the, you know, the couple of days before, uh, you know, the, the playoff game, uh, you know, with the, with the Packers. And uh, it's just, just constantly making bad decisions, you know. And it seems that the Giants, and when I say the Giants, I mean ownership is you know, wants to work with him. They they realize what they have. I mean, these are probably like you know a, a you know a generational talent. You know, yeah. but uh, just gotta you know make sure that uh, he doesn't become wasted talent like that uh, that movie. We can't have wasted talent, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's got to go at their own route, and they got to go there. Hey, are you excited about um, Tiger Woods being back in the hunt this week? No, I, I tell you, I really don't follow. Uh, uh, golf much you know i mean but but people that didn't fall golf would get excited back in the day with tiger Woods. i know they, they they uh there was a fascination about him and i wish him the best i don't wish him anything uh you know other than the best because that's that's me you know i, I just want to see people succeed uh you know it's bad that he cheated on the lindsey vaughn uh, uh olympic skier i think he cheated on his wife too but the, who am i to yeah. who am i to judge right but uh, yeah, right. Go, right. Go maybe for it, he mis- maybe he misunderstood. He thought he was in an open relationship. Was it Thanksgiving where uh, he got pulled over? He was uh, a little inebriated or something, and uh, I think no, his wife threw no, him no, out or something. See, no, that was that was a little. Uh, well, Thanksgiving that was, was like a few years ago. He, yeah, yeah. When they got divorced, because yeah. he she caught him something, and then he <laughs> ran into the fire hydrant uh, because he was uh, on some prescription pills. But right. recently. In the last year and a half, he was uh, found on the side of the road in his car sleeping. Mm-hmm. And uh, the police bring him in for uh, driving under the influence. But he was in the and car sleeping. Tiger- he wasn't driving. Well, if your <laughs> keys are accessible to you, mm-hmm. for people out there, you you uh, you will get convicted of these things. <laughs> so what happened was Tiger said, "Now, nah, I left a bar, but I didn't drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took his test, and he was right. He didn't drink. Mm -hmm. He uh, said that he took the wrong pills that he had been taking for his 
and then that uh, knocked him out. And um, so he had to go to a little program, mm -hmm. and then he was uh, he was re absolved mm -hmm. of that situation. Um, so, but I, I've been with guys that take a lot of pills, mm -hmm. and they take the they take the wrong pills a lot. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, it's probably not true. But he didn't have any alcohol on him. Mm -hmm. They gave him a little test. Got to read the pill bottle. And, uh, well, what happens is a lot of people have like these pills cases like they take them out of oh, the pill yeah, bottle yeah yeah so and it's a monday Mondays, through pills, sunday tuesdays yeah. wednesday yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and then they they screw up mm -hmm. and they pick the wrong day or mm -hmm. you know they think they're gonna get some some action that night and they right. grab the, the ed pill for <laughs> they, four they, yeah. hours before right yeah the one where you gotta yeah, that, call uh, your doctor uh, after four hours if you know yeah things are still looking up i would <laughs> Would you call? I would think I wouldn't call my doctor. I would just try to keep it right. I would call the uh, girl who was washing your hair. Yeah, no. and say hey. Say hey. I never took ED. Like, does it? If you don't have that problem, can you use it to get uh, more uh, length you, in your game? I don't know about length, but uh, well, length in the game. Oh, okay. Uh, probably, I, I wouldn't know. Um, you know, we'll uh, have to try to maybe do a study uh, on this and maybe report back to the audience uh, at a future show. Pete, have you used any of this uh, ED medication? No, I, I, I haven't. <laughs> no. Pete is a young, virile uh, young man who's in a long-term relationship, and, uh, you know, he doesn't need to do that kind I didn't of stuff. Know. Yeah. You know, some, I, many people don't need to do drugs, but they do, so mm -hmm. I just wondered... How far it went. Yeah, no, if it I'm, ends at, I'm clean, Tony. I'm clean. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it ends at LSD or ED. Mm. Do people even use LSD anymore? I mean, that was a drug of the 60s, no? <laughs> right. I think, yeah. I think, I think those, are, those are the days that go on, right? You know what other drug I don't hear much about anymore? Mescaline. Yeah, because I, I think I heard that there was only a certain amount made and... Uh, once the supply was exhausted, uh, that's it. There's no more mescaline. Uh, I, I think really? that, the, that that was featured in the so, Wolf of Wall Street. You ever see that movie? So, oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, it. where yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't memorize it. Yeah, no, no. I, they, they they took these pills and they, they were whacked out of their mind. It was a pretty funny scene. <laughs> he he actually uh, DiCaprio in that movie thought he drove home well, but then the next morning. Uh, the cops woke him up, and and he had seen that. I think he hit every parked car that he had in his. Do path. you ever have that happen to you? Like I woke up one morning. I'll never forget it. The guy just died recently. Actually, the guy I was out with. I woke up, and I was in my bed, which I was surprised. And then I said, <laughs> you "Don't know how you got Where's there. my? Yeah, where's my car? Mm. Right. So I look out the window. My car was there. So I certainly didn't drive it, mm -hmm. and. um this guy arranged to get my me and my car home. Mm. I don't know how he. I, I didn't know how he did it, but mm. he did it, and he he was a good man. Joe, we're going. He's dead now, though. Joe, if you're uh, watching from up above, let us know about the aliens when they're coming. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to uh, Joe. Yeah, good man. Yeah, <laughs> good man. Yeah. Got me home. <laughs> you know, it got me home. But one thing that was a negative. I woke up and it was Chinese food all in my bed and like oh red sauce all in my bed. So I thought Did someone you thought died. You, bl you, you bled? Did you think you bled out? I didn't know You're at first. Yeah, I thought I was bleeding fried rice for a minute. But then <laughs> there was red everywhere. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, don't ever drink and eat in your bed. 
sounds like this show is turning into therapy for you. You're you're you're, you're letting us know, you know, that uh, you know what's happened to you in the past. I mean, it sounds like a confessional. You know, I think that's what it is. Maybe, yeah. You need to you cleanse your your soul of uh, of the, what went on with the the uh, shampoo girl and the and the. the <laughs> And the fantasy uh, update and confessions is that new show name. Yeah. yeah, Pete, can we get that fixed for next week? <laughs> put that in the uh, when you put uh, the update. There, I'll, Pete. I'll see what I could do to add the confessional <laughs> part of it into the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll have a priest come on next week. There you go. Uh, not sure that's the greatest of ideas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what about the 49ers? Uh, there, uh, Tony Sincata. Uh, talking to uh, Richard Sherman, I mean, Forty uh, Nine is kind of a turning into a darling of uh, of football fans, fantasy uh, football fans as well, right? They got uh, uh, they just gave Marquise Goodwin a three year extension. He uh, yeah, had a very yeah. nice year. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, you know, uh, I think he won six straight uh, to finish off the season, right? Uh, Let me ask about Jimmy Garoppolo though. You're a guy that don't want to give wins to pitchers that didn't win. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> in a very small sample size, has become the highest-paid quarterback. Yes, six and the games bottom line is, although he, people he, don't he realize, played well when he had to fill in for, uh, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Tom Brady. I think he, by the way, Tom Brady. I think he shaved his head for charity, so maybe he's cleansing right, himself good. like you. But anyway. Congratulations, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the bottom line: Garoppolo had seven touchdown passes, five interceptions. Yeah. That's not great. No. That's not too good. 67% completion rate. Oh, I know. Yeah. But he did, did they count those five interceptions as completions? Is that <laughs> to why the other it's so side. high? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the hell's going on there? Well, look, he's got Marquise Goodwin. He's got Pierre Garçon coming uh, off of an injury who's a nice receiver. Uh, maybe they could uh, pick up a he's receiver. He's the top French receiver in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And uh, George Kittle, nice tight end in his second year. Uh, I, I like him as a pass-catching tight end. Uh, Carlos Hyde, you think they're going to hold on to him? I mean, he's a free agent. Doesn't seem like it. No. You think, uh, so, you think Good landing go spot to the, for DeMarco uh, Murray. Yeah, we, that's right. We didn't talk about DeMarco Murray. It's the, it's there. The Houston Texans are the two best landing spots. He's from Texas. <laughs> what do you think he's got left? I think he's got a year left. Mm-hmm. Like a solid, like a, a you know, a twelve hundred yard uh, year, uh, you know, or uh, an eight hundred yard uh, rushing year. Eleven and eleven and four. Eleven rushing four through the air. Mm-hmm. If they give him, if, he, if they give him the opportunity to be an every down back, mm-hmm. he can catch the ball to backfield very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. He does have good hands. What about Derrick Henry? Does that does uh, the uh, the fact that the Ooh, Titans I got cut Jake uh, Sealy, the All In kid, yeah, was killing Derrick Henry on Twitter saying. Uh, for all you fantasy enthusiasts, Derrick Henry's not a first-round pick. He's not wow. every down back. Mm. And Tennessee will be putting someone else with him through the draft or free agency. Interesting. So the all-in kid, he Jake Sealy, not. He's, well, he says he does. Mm. Well, he's the most accurate uh, predictor in, in, in uh, fantasy, no? At least in, in uh, Has anyone ever verified any of this stuff we say? <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I, I'm not 100% sure you'd have to check with management. Uh, um, that's not my department. That's not my job. Because I, I, yeah. I know he's not the number one like greatest predictor of all time. Mm-hmm. Of all time? Uh, that's like, tough. I mean, you know. Oh. 
you know, he's a young guy, uh, you know, so the, uh, of, we'll say of re- recent, right, I guess? Yeah, I wouldn't put him in Jimmy the Greek's um, uh, neighborhood the yet. All right, well, <laughs> we've been all over the place. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. you got Fall Frenzy right after us. Take care, everyone. Good night. Good <laughs> night.